Okay, good morning everyone. Okay, here's the second segment of the Shir. We want to continue speaking about the foundation, really, of Parshas Tazriyam at Soira, which the Gemara Nerechen says that Saras comes as a punishment for Lashon Hara. We were speaking about Kayach Hadibor in general. And I would like to offer perhaps a new insight into why it is that of all the mitzvahs and Masim Toivim that compose our Torah, Dovah Melch teaches us that if somebody wants a long, happy afterlife and a good, uh, enjoyable this world, the secret is guard your tongue from evil. Why is speaking Lashon Hara so detrimental to one's life? And why is guarding one's tongue the secret ingredient to living a long, happy, and successful life? Why would that be? So, I'm sure you've heard, maybe it's somewhat, you would think it's somewhat of a legend, sometimes you hear people say, you know, don't use up your words because we only have a limited number of words in this world and when you finish your words, you know, you're done. It's all over, you know. So don't use up your your allotted number of words. And um, is there any basis to that? There is. I saw in the Chidah, the Chidah quotes from Chaim Vital. That a person is given a certain number of words and uh, you don't want to use it up. Why is it that a person's lifetime is measured by his words? You know, why do we say a person can eat a, a certain number of uh, sandwiches in his life? So don't eat too many sandwiches because, you know, you might meet your quota too soon. Or why do we say a person is uh, allowed to has a certain number of ounces of water that they could drink. You know, why is life measured by words? Even David HaMelech is saying, You want to live a long life? Guard your tongue. Why guard your tongue? Guard your ears, guard your nose, guard your feet. Why, Dafka, guard your mouth? Now we're going to ask a question. We're going to take a little poll. What is the most important quality of being a good Rebbe? What would you say? He should be, I don't know, patient, understanding. He should... Uh, humility. He needs to learn. I would say the most important quality of being a good Rebbe is the Rebbe has to speak clearly. Because if the Rebbe doesn't speak clearly, he could have every good quality in the world. No one's going to know what he's talking about. So I personally would say that the most important quality is the Rebbe has to speak clearly. Now, who is the quintessential Rebbe of all time? Moshe Rabbeinu. And Moshe Rabbeinu had every single good quality. He was the most humble man who ever lived. And Rabbeinu Yonah writes, the same way he was the most humble man who ever lived, he equally excelled in every other good quality. He was just missing one ingredient. He did not speak clearly. He was kvad peh or kvad lashayim. Haloi Dovarhu, Why would that be? Why would Hakadosh Baruch Hu create Moshe with every ma'ala and every form of shleimus? And yet, when it came to what could arguably be the most important ingredient of being a rebbe, Moshe Rabbeinu did not speak clearly. Why is that? Let's analyze another interesting thing, another interesting phenomenon. The Gemara says in Masech Danida, Laman What is a child like, B'mei Imai? 
and uh, the Gemara tells us he he's like an envelope, and his head is placed between his two knees. His mouth is sealed. His navel is open. He eats what what his mother eats. He drinks what his mother drinks. He doesn't produce any excrement. And the moment he's born, all the orf- all these sealed orifices are open. Everything which was closed, everything which is open, closes. Otherwise, the baby would not be able to live for one second. And there's a candle lit on the baby's head. He could see from one end of the world to the other. And the Gemara tells us, this is the best time of the life of the baby. And the baby knows, Kol Hatoira Kula. And a Malach comes and hits him on the mouth and he forgets all of his learning. So I have a few questions for you. Did you ever bump your head? Chas if you bump your head, then maybe, you know, it could forget, it could affect your memory. But how would it being hit on the mouth affect your memory? What does the mouth got to do with memory? The malach comes and hits the child on its mouth. So, since when is the mouth related to memory? Also, how is the baby able to learn and as easily as he learned it, I mean, I don't think we could learn the whole Torah in nine months. That's uh, pretty amazing. I'm saying that's not Daf Yoimi. I have a hard time even with Daf Yoimi. For me, Daf Yoimi is too fast. This is seven, more than seven blad a day to learn Kula. And this is Yushalmi and the Rambam and the Mishnah and the everything. How does a baby learn Kula? And then what? He goes to elementary school and it takes him 70 years to, to if he's lucky, to learn everything he learned in nine months. What's going on over here? The child can learn Kula. And then he can't even learn uh, Shas in 50 years. Interesting thing that in Parshat Sav we read that during the Shiva Simei Hamiluim, Moshe Rabbeinu was the one who did the Avoidah in the Mishkan. Moshe Rabbeinu was the service in Kain Gadol. Moshe was Meshamesh all seven days of the Miluim. However, the Gemara Tanya Siralat on the days asks and discusses what kind of begadim did Moshe Rabbeinu wear when he did the miluim, and the Gemara says, B'chalak, lavan, she'en lo'i imra. A white cloth, a white robe, like a kittel, that has no hem. How do you say hem in Hebrew? Imra. Speech. Isn't that interesting? Hem is called an imra. Words. Why is hem referred to as words? And now we come to the most interesting question of all. The bracha of Asher Yatsar. Asher Yatsar is a very important bracha. The Seder Hayoim tells us that one who is careful to make Asher Yatsar b'kavana, he will save himself from having to visit the doctor. He will be protected from illness. And, uh, and he'll also be protected from doctors, which is also something you need to be protected from. And after Asher Yatsar, we make another bracha, Eloi Neshama. Now Eloi Neshama, interestingly, ends Baruch HaTah Hashem HaMachzer Neshama Sufgar Meisim, but it does not begin with a baruch. Eloi Neshama begins, Eloi Neshama. 
Isn't it odd that El Shema does not begin with a Baruch? Why would that be? So the Machaber says, Asher Yatzar, El Shema doesn't begin with Baruch because it's a Berchus Haidah. And Berchus Haidah don't necessarily have to begin with Baruch like we find by Berchus Hagishamim. And the Mishnah Baruch explains that the Machaber and Sifvav holds that Berchus Eloi is not Samach Lechavertav Asher Yatzar. And therefore, in the morning, when you wash your hands, you could say Asher Yatzar, and you could say Eloi in the Shul. But friends, I'll tell you a little secret. I don't do that. I say Asher Yatzar and Eloi together in Shul. Why? Because the Mishnah Baruch says it's better to delay Asher Yatzar and to say it together with Eloi like the Gras says, because Elikai Neshama and Asher Yatsar are brachos hasmuchos lechaverta. There are two brachos that are connected to each other, that are juxtaposed to each other, Asher Yatsar and Elikai Neshama. And forgive the analogy, but I would have to call Asher Yatsar and Elikai Neshama the odd couple. I mean, I don't think you could get a more peculiar uh, union and combination than Asher Yatsar and Olei Asher Yatsar talks about the most physical element of man. It talks about man's lowest activity. It's gratitude for Hashem for taking care of one's bodily needs. And it's a very graphic bracha. It's, you know, we talk about um, Chalulim, Chalulim, Nekavim, Nekavim all the various orifices of the body, all the various digestive and uh, evarim of excretion. And we're thanking Hashem for the most physical elements of man. And then we say, The soul that you gave me is pure. I mean, isn't that an odd combination? The body and the soul, and we're going to just mix them, we're just going to fuse them together? And the Maharal teaches us that how did the Rebbein fuse together the body and the soul? Because think about it. A body without a soul can't, can't do anything, is lifeless. A soul without a body has no tangibility to it. And somehow God was able to fuse the body and the soul together. What is the interface and the glue that connects the guf to the neshama? So the Maharal writes in the Gevurais Hashem, it says, Vayipach, it says, and this is a passage we read in uh, the first segment, the first year, Vayivra, Vayitzar Hashem Aleikim Adam, Afar Minho Adama, God formed man dirt from the ground. That's the physical creation of man. Vayipach bi'apov nishmas chayim. And God blew into his nostril a living spirit. And when God took the body and he blew in the soul, vayihi ha'adam lenefesh chayim, man became a living entity, says Tagamonklis, ruach memalila, a speaking entity. In other words, the glue that fuses together body and soul is the faculty of speech. A lifeless body can't talk. A soul can't speak. Body and soul come together. When they come together, the interface, the makia bipatish, is the kayach hadibor. The kayach hadibor is what holds together body and soul. Otherwise, the body and the soul cannot connect. 
They have no they have no commonality with which to stick together. They're such polar opposites. They're like opposite sides of a magnet. They will just fly away. Body and soul cannot coexist. It is the Koyach Adibur that fuses together the body and the soul. Vayitzer Hashem Eloikim Odom Minu Adama Vayipach Biyap of Nishmas Chayim Body, soul Vayihi HaOdom Lenefesh Chayim Oh, says the Maharal now we understand why Moshe Rabbeinu did not have the capacity to speak. Because what is the Kayach Adibor? That is what allows the Guf to coexist with the Neshama. Moshe Rabbeinu is, says Maral, is what we call a Seichel Nivdal. A elevated and separate intellect. His soul was so holy his soul never fuses with his body. His soul cannot exist with his body. And therefore Moshe Rabbeinu cannot talk. Because since Moshe's soul was so elevated, was so gehoiben, his soul cannot mix and fuse with the body. He never had the Kayach Hadibor. The Kayach Hadibor is, so to speak, the makia bepatish of man's creation. That's why the hem of a garment. You could make a garment, but it's not ready to be worn. It's the final touch of a garment is the imra, the hem. The hem, it's called imra because amira is the makia bepatish of a, a person. That is why the Gemara says when a person is born, the malach comes and hits it on the mouth. doesn't mean a malach takes a bat and hits the person on the mouth. Some people want to say that a little indentation under the nose is somehow the wound of the malach. I can't tell you. I never saw I never saw that happen. As far as I know, if you take a picture of a child in utero, the baby has the indentation. So apparently, uh, maybe there's something else over here. But whatever it may be. Man, you know how man, b'mei imai, knows kola Because in b'mei imai, the soul is not connected to the guf. If the soul is not connected to the guf, it's not influenced by the physicality and the gashmius of the guf, it's not lowered by the by the phys- physical nature of the guf, so the seichel, the neshama, is like Moshe Rabbeinu. It's just a pure soul. It's like, it's able to learn. But then when the child is ready to be born, the malach comes and says, wait a second... You have a soul, you have a body, but they have not been fused together. He, he hits the baby on the mouth. That is the makia bipatish of man's creation that fuses together the body and the soul. Now there's a kaya hadibor. The problem is now the soul is connected to the guf. The soul cannot remember a blessed thing anymore. Because the more you're connected to the body, the more physical your nature is, the less Torah becomes natural to you as an entity. And it is so difficult and the Torah becomes so elusive. So in other words, the soul was a pure neshama. The neshama kalun kula. But then, when the neshama comes time to be born, the malach comes, he hits him in the mouth. That's the makeh of man's creation. Now the soul and body fuse together, so now you forget kula. But Moshe Rabbeinu's body never fused together with his soul. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu always knew kula. The only thing is, Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't talk. 
Because if you could talk, that means your body is fused with your soul. If your body is fused with your soul, you can't learn Torah. Either you could talk, or you could understand Torah. Now, comes Rabbi Yitzchak Kutner, Zagatag Levracha, and he adds a absolute gem of an idea to the Maral. And he teaches us that if you look in the Rambam, in his sixth book, the book that discusses Hilchais, Nedarim, Nezirois, Shvuais, Erechen, Charomim, the name of that book is Sefer Hafla'a. How do you say to utter in the Chumash? What does Yafli mean? If a man will utter. How do you say to talk? The Rambam refers to all the halachas, the whole corpus of halacha referring to speech, Sefer Hafla. How does the Torah refer to Naziros? Ish ki yafli lindar neder. Pele! Pele! Refers to speech. You know why Pele refers to speech? Because the body does physical things. The soul does spiritual things. Neither the body or the soul could speak. In order to fuse together the body and the soul... We need God's greatest wonder of all. What is God's greatest wonder of all? Pele? Kayach Adibur. Kayach Adibur is God's greatest wonder of all. Pele. Ish kiyafli. Sefer hafla. So you have a guf. You have an ishama. How do you fuse the two together? How do you glue together a body and a soul? That's a pele. Says the Holy Ramah. The Ramah says, you know, if you look at the end of Asher Yatsar, Asher Yatsar is about the physical nature of man. Elekai Neshama is about God's soul, a man's soul. How does Asher Yatsar end off? Roifei called Basar. Now, Basar refers to the physical, the intestines, the digestive tract. Umafli Lasos. God acts wondrously. What is the great wonder? That God preserves the neshama and ties the davar ruchni, the neshama, to the guf, which is a davar gashmi. Mafli lasois is the connection and fusion of the body and the soul. Ooh, says Rav Hudner, now we see how Asher Yatsar and Elaikai Neshama fit together like a glove. Asher Yatsar is a creation of the body. Elaikai Neshama is a creation of the soul. How do you fuse them together? How do we juxtapose Asher Yatsar with Elikai Neshama? With which two words? Umafli Lasois. You act wondrously. The Pele is Dibor. Dibor could connect the physical man, Asher Yatsar, to the spiritual element, Umafli Lasois. The Asher Yatsar is connected to Elikai Neshama with Hafla, with Dibor. Well, by the way, says the Maharal, you know, Moshe Rabbeinu ultimately, as says Rav Hunner, Moshe Rabbeinu ultimately got his speech back when the Torah was given. Because the Torah's coming down to this world was the ultimate fusion of heaven and earth. God came down, the, the Ruchani came down on the Har, on the Dovar Gashmi, 
that allowed for the ultimate fusion of heaven and earth. And now even Moshe Rabbeinu could allow his neshama to fuse with his soul. And now even Moshe Rabbeinu, Chazal say, Eileh HaDevarim, that when Moshe gave us the Torah, he regained his Kayach HaDibor, because through the, the giving of the Torah, that is the ultimate avenue and vehicle that the Dovar Ruchani could fuse with the Dovar Gashmi. That's why the Makkah B'Patish of a garment is an Imra. That is why the Makkah B'Patish of man is the Kayach HaDibor. Vayitzar, El Hashem Alekim Es HaAdam Afar Min HaAdama Guf Ashayatzar Vayipach Biyafam Nishmas Chayim Nishama Alekai Nishama And what does man come? Lenevayir Adam Lenefesh Chaya Leruach Memalala Umafli Laasais In other words it occurred to me and I think this becomes very clear what is the glue in our Existence that holds together our body and our soul, it's the Kayach Hadibor. Now we understand why the Kayach Hadibor is so fundamental and essential to our life. Now we understand you want to live long, you want to make sure your soul and body are able to hang around together and remain together and be together for a long and happy life. Make sure that the glue that holds them together is being used properly. Make sure the Kayach Hadibor is operating um, properly. It's well-oiled. It's preserved. It's not sullied. Because so long as the Kayach Hadibor is guarded, then there's nothing stopping the body and soul from remaining together. But it is the essential ingredient of life is the Kayach Hadibor. That is the Pele. That is the Mafli Laasois. That is the glue that holds the guf together with the, the neshama. Moshe Rabbeinu, so to speak, he was so great, he was such a holy soul that he had difficult time speaking. Ultimately, it was through the giving of the Torah that allowed Moshe Rabbeinu's soul to fuse together with his guf, and Moshe also regained the kayach hadibor. So, Rabbi said, these are a few thoughts about this great gift that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us that behemoths don't have the Kayach Hadibor, they don't have uh, the Nishmas Adam. It is only man that is endowed with this faculty, and uh, this is the essential faculty to preserve our Chayim. The Hashem should give us the Deshmaya to be Shoimer, Pinu, Ule Shaineinu, and he should be Mashpia on us. Chayim, Aruchim, Chayim, Shal Shalom, Chayim, Shal Toivan. Okay, Rabbi Sai, thanks everyone for joining. And Be'ezus um, Hashem, we're going to be continuing the Garas Haramban this uh, Wednesday. But we didn't start yet because um, I have a Simchas in the afternoon. Be'ezus Hashem, Wednesday we're going to restart the Garas Haramban. And uh, tonight, if anyone wants to join us for Dafa Shavua, Mem Chesam Abezin Yivamais. Otherwise, Bracha V'Hatzlacha. Have a great day, Shkayach. Thank you very much. Thank you.